We are Anthony and Danielle. We own a pet food store in Columbus, Ohio called Fangs and Fur that is focused on educating pet owners on feeding food nature intended for our pets. You can find us on Instagram at Fangs and Fur Pets or Facebook at Fangs and Fur. If you want to send in a question for Anthony to answer at the end of each episode, message us through our website at fangsfur.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and leave a review. This is the Fangs and Fur Podcast. All right. So today we have Brad from uh, Steve's Real Food. We had Brad on um, a while ago, but it's been a while since we've, we've talked with uh, Brad from Steve's. Um, so Brad is the, the public outreach specialist for, for Steve's Real Food. Tons of, of uh, industry knowledge as well. And uh, we're excited to have you back on. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for bringing me back, Anthony. Yeah. It's always, uh, always fun to hang out with you and I think a lot alike. And so uh, it's always a great conversation. Yeah, it's always it's always fun to get together with with like my with individuals that just kind of get it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> feeding real food right, is always uh, is always going to win, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, today I just want to talk. Since it's been a while since we've had you on, I kind of want to talk just about Steve's in general. Um, what you know, what Steve's is, and and where you guys came from, and then also uh, you guys got a couple things that um, new products that just came out, which are really really neat, have been uh, really popular in the shop. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about the new stuff. Yeah, me but too. We've seen some I'm really good very results. Excited about Steve's in general. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So Steve's is um, Steve's is our most popular food. Um, it's it, oh, nice. probably because we, you know, at the shop that we we always start anytime for the most part when someone is um, transitioning their dog to raw. They've never had raw before. And they want to get their dogs on real food, species appropriate, evolutionary appropriate food. Um, you know, we 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 pretty much almost always start with Steve's, um, just because you know, with me, the formulation is is about as, and I mean this in a good way. It's it's very very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, now, absolutely, yeah. And so it's not there's not too much in there that's going to, you know, you guys don't use synthetics. I don't have to worry about vitamin packs having an issue. I don't, um, mm-hmm. you know the. The ingredients are just, it's just whole food nutrition. Um, it's easy to transition to. It feeds very well. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be successful most of the time. You know, it, it's, it's just it's very super easy, easy. easy to do. It's very easy to, um, right? So that's another I thing too. Same, yeah, I had the same experience. So before I was working for Steve's, I was running a store in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. And um, Steve's was always my go-to. We'll have to, to edit that out. transition into fresh food because I knew it would be easy to transition to. I knew it would feed well and I knew their dog and cats would do amazing on it. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It's really easy because yeah. a lot of times people come into the raw food realm and thinking, okay, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be astronomically expensive and it's going to be really, right. really hard to do balancing and, and making sure it's, it's complete. And it's like, no, you just yeah. feed, feed them this patty. <laughs> it could, it could yeah. It's going to be so complicated, man. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. To me, it's easier than scooping kibble. You know, I hate shoving my hand down that bag, that greasy bag of kibble, especially once you get down and you got a quarter Ugh. of it left and you're yeah. getting your arm all greasy and, oh, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, and then you have to Tossing feed a couple it. Of, you don't feel good about yeah, feeding that me. food. And I'm not, I, you know, yeah. I, I'm not, I hate, yeah. I'm not shaming anyone for feeding kibble. I'm just, you know, when you feed Steve's, right. like when you feel like, can you look at the ingredients? Like I always, I always pull a box out and like show people like this is the ingredients because you guys have the ingredients right on top of the box. Yeah. 
And so I'll show it to yeah. people like this is all it is. And it's like this, these are all yeah. foods that you know that you either eat mm-hmm. yourself or at least you you know what they are. You can definitely pronounce them. Um, right, and they're turning over the box looking for the other ingredients. Well, where yeah. are all the synthetics that I yeah. can't understand? Where right. are the ingredients I can barely read? Well, right. They're not in there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you just, and when you feed it, you feel really good about it. You know what I mean? Like, all right, mm-hmm. you feed your dog. Like, my dog's all eat once a day. So it's just like I feed them in the morning, and I'm like, I just, I'm like, all right, like, all right, they got all their, you know, optimal nutrition for the day. Like, what's next, you know? Um, so it's very, yeah, it's very simple. Yeah, and that's one thing that drew me to Steve's initially was the whole philosophy that you should be able to get all of your nutrients, all of your body's requirements should be able to come through actual food. You know, and mm-hmm. these days that's kind of a mind blowing idea when you look at every other recipe on the shelf or in the freezer and, and most of them contain some synthetic, some of them contain 20 or 30 synthetic, you know, vitamins and minerals that are added. It's become this novel idea that you should be able to get all of your nutrients through actual foods. Yeah. But, um, that, that's one of the core founding beliefs of Steve's. And that's something that I just absolutely love about the food. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, you guys do use like a small amount. Sorry, this just reminded me of something, but you guys do use you know a small amount of of carbohydrates, but like low glycemic carbohydrates. So you'll see like spinach and kale, broccoli, bok choy, things, things like that, um, in the yeah. formulation. And you know, it's um, you know, some people have an issue with with carbohydrates uh, with in in the raw mm-hmm. food diet. Um, I'm not one of those people. I think yeah, there's I think I think there's a place for it in their diet. These are good carbs. They're going to provide lots of prebiotic fiber as well to help. Uh, yeah, help that, enhance yeah. The, the digestive system. Help keep everything running well and help feed that good microbiome in the gut. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I think you know a lot of, unfortunately, just the way our in, uh, farming practices and the farming industry mm-hmm. here's here in the U.S. Um, it kind of helps fill some of those nutritional gaps that we might not get. Um, yeah, I mean it just. The, the soil that our feed animals are eating off of. So, you know, the, the soil we're growing our feed crops to feed to our animals is generally pretty depleted. And so you have all the basic elements that plants need to survive and to produce high yields, but they're missing some of those micronutrients um, and some of those other really cool things that help create very nutritious food at the animal feed level. Um, and, and so I, I do totally agree that, uh, our farmed animals, even our really high quality farmed animals, I mean, our, our chickens are pastured. They can go out, they can eat insects, they can eat yeah. plants, you know, they're like the chickens I have in my backyard where they can right. roam and eat whatever our, our beef is grass fed. Um, but even then you're still feeding these animals from partially depleted soil and yeah. so filling in some of those gaps with these uh with this awesome produce is something that i see as very beneficial yeah and then you guys also use like there's just a bunch of superfoods in there too i mean we've we've talked about goat milk which is you know obviously a great source of yeah. of enzymes and probiotics um you know we right. have what else do you guys add um uh green lip muscle in there which is you know like yeah. you know, fantastic hip and joint, or yeah. cardiovascular system. Yeah, just so good for the whole body. Um, and uh, kelp, I think, is another thing with the chlorophyll, and yeah, just tons oh, of kelp is one of my favorites, man. Yeah, it contains over like seventy micronutrients that you need for optimal health. 
Exactly. That's your vitamin pack right there. It's nature's vitamin pack. I actually yep. feed kelp to my garden soil to help make my vegetables more nutritious. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't have a garden yet, but I'm planning on working on it this summer. Um, oh, yeah. This year, it's not as good as it has been in the past. In the past, you know, this time of year, we typically have a pretty decent little garden going. This year, my greenhouse is looking real nice, but uh, the garden, I was uh, maybe a month behind. So. Hmm. <laughs> Working on catching up. I wonder why. I wonder if it was from the the, the fires or. Yeah, I think part of it was uh, the spring that we had this year was so it basically wasn't spring. It went from 40 degree days to 70, 80 degree days. Yeah. Without that slower transition, it's kind of shocking it's kind for of plants. Hard. Yeah, it's tough one. Kind of set me behind as well. Yeah. Just, well, I'll get around to it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know, like we were talking about, Steve's is just so it's so easy. I mean, you have the nuggets, you have the patties, you have the bulk patties. It's whatever you, yep. um, whatever your preference is. I like to feed Steve's by I, I usually put like uh, whatever I need for the next day, however many patties I put mm-hmm. in a Tupperware container in the refrigerator, and then yeah, that morning, the next morning, I wake up and I feed those patties to my dogs, and then I put more patties back in, and it's just mm-hmm. keep rotating out. Pretty simple. Yep, super duper easy. Yeah. I'll also just pull mine out of the freezer sometimes and just thaw them right there on the counter. Um, with just our safety like, practices and the, the probiotics in the food from the goat milk, I, I'm not really worried about that that thawing process, uh, personally. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly, professional team and offer conventional as well as integrative medical options like acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, stem cell therapy and PRP, and more. Visit us at LifetimePetWellness.com, Instagram, and Facebook to learn more about us. Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family, and that extends right down to the food that they eat. For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets. Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes. Yeah, because you guys do, um, I mean, it starts with the sourcing. You guys do have really good sourcing. And then also, you know, you guys do this third-party laboratory testing, right, for the pathogens? Yep, absolutely. On the food and then um, on batches before they're released. So, Mm -hmm. um yeah, which is more yep, than... And these are uh, relatively small batches, too, under 1,000 pounds per batch. So yep. the quality, the safety, the consistency is all going to be really, really high. And then, of course, there's the HPP, which is kind of like, you know, I feel like it's in the in the purest raw food world can be controversial, but I think you guys are very different when it comes to HPP or uh, high-pressure processing because, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys took years to develop it. Um, I think back in like, the, I don't know, in the 90s when they were doing HPP, it was kind of, it was heating the food up right and it was yeah you'd get this partially cooked product it'd be brown on the inside and pink or brown on the outside and pink on the inside and mm -hmm. kind of a weird texture and you'd destroy some of the enzymes and you'd destroy some of the vitamins and minerals and all that stuff and you were really denaturing the food it was kind of partial cooking whereas these days i mean we took over two years working hand in hand with this uh, high pressure processing company um and if you remember way back when, we were kind of against HPP. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll never HTTP. But yeah. once we, we buckled down and did the research, um, we realized this could be a really powerful tool. And so we do what I like to call a gentle HPP, where we do a low hold time, we do a low pressure, we keep the temperature very low, mm-hmm. and we help develop this technique with the uh, company we work with. Um, and so it results in a food with no risk of bad bacteria, but you still have that good bacteria in there. The probiotics survive that process. The enzymes survive that process. You know, the, the only thing we saw a slight reduction in was like four different nutrients. And we were able to make that up just by adding a little bit extra organ meat and a little bit extra uh, muscle meat, reducing our bone content just a tiny bit. So I love that we were able to make that up completely naturally. naturally no vitamin pack, yeah. no synthetics, just a little tweaking of the meat pile. Yeah. And, you know, the I, I think that's... It's a good practice. I think that just the world we live in, I know, you know, there's some raw pet food companies that we can't even get in a shop because they're scared to death of even coming into the Ohio Valley just because of the way our um, Department of Ag is here. And, you know, it's just mm. you're selling that product, you know, across the nation. Um, it's just a really safe feature to have. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not that I'm I'm scared of bacteria. Um, I, I, we talked, right. we had a good conversation, talked to Billy and Hurst about this. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, we, and, and Julie and Lee too, from Adore Beast, they, they, and they all, all these, you know, people who specialize in bacteria and, and microbiomes. And they all say that, yeah. you know, bacteria, both the good and the bad, like they're, they're our friends. We need, we need them all, you know, they're um, necessary and the war on bacteria now. Yeah. yeah. Pour out your hand sanitizer, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's a cool process and that's a, it's a, for people that aren't familiar, it's pretty much they're they're using cold water pressure to disable pathogens. Um, mm-hmm. So really safe, really safe product to uh, to feed as well. Um, of course, mm-hmm. I say this to everyone is you know if you're feeding raw food, um, of course you always want to wash your hands. If you're feeding kibble, of course you definitely want to wash your hands. <laughs> you're not exempt right, from it yeah. if you're feeding processed food because. As we know, they have more recalls for uh, pathogens than, than raw food companies do. So, um, yeah. either way, you just want to take certain precautions, just like you would from buying, you know, any kind of raw uh, whole foods from from the store. So, mm-hmm. um, well, cool. Okay, so that's a little bit about Steve's, and then um, what else? What do you guys have going on? Uh, I know you guys have had some new stuff come out in the past few months. Yeah. We we'll talk about that. Yeah, man, it's been an exciting year for us. Um, we have uh, two new kind of product categories. We came out with a new flavor, uh, both for dogs and cats, both in our Quest cat food line and in our original diet um, dog and cat line. And that is our whitefish flavor. Really excited about that. Nice cooling protein. Really um you know, we went as sustainable as you possibly can when it comes to sourcing when it comes to the sourcing for our fish. Um, And we're using this awesome blend of different types of whitefish as well as a tiny little bit of salmon. Um, So very excited for the new whitefish formulas. Um, I rotate it through my dog's diet uh, every once in a while. Uh, I I don't like to feed like a a solid fish recipe all the time, but I do definitely like to rotate through it. Um, They were actually just... uh, there's a new oldest dog in the world, right? Uh, yeah. Be, yeah. He's uh, Bobby, right? 
I don't I don't know. I just saw I know I know Dr. Karen Becker and Rodney B went to visit the dog. I don't I don't know much detail about it though. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure his name is Bobby. And so they analyzed his poop and they found a ton of easy found out he's been eating a ton of fish as well as a bunch of other great stuff. Hmm. But uh I I think that's just a little more ammunition. Uh sure. In fish's favor as a rotational part of our diet. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. I think I like, um, I just went through like, uh, one of the 13 and a half pound boxes of, of the white fish for my dogs. I do like to incorporate mm-hmm. it in, um, ever so often. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of feeding. Um, I, I try to do fish about 20% of their diet. No more. No, I should say no right. more of 20% of their diet. Um, yeah. but, um, it is really, really beneficial, I believe to add in, um, in a rotation. So, um, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, it's I really totally good agree. stuff. I know you guys, and you guys do like a flash frozen on it too. So uh, I think a lot yep, of people always have a question about parasites and, and raw fish, but you guys do. I think it's like a negative 40. Negative 40 degrees. Celsius. Yeah. Very, very right? cold. Then, yeah. Yeah. None of the parasites are going to survive that. Yeah. Nope. Nothing to worry about there. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah. And palatability. Um, all my dogs liked it. So three for three there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My dogs aren't the biggest fans of fish usually, but they'll both, uh, They'll both eat it. Yeah, so interesting. Some I get dogs, to the end of the box and they start looking at me like, "Where's my pork?" Where's yeah, my beef? this it's you know, always let's, beef. Let's rotate. I'm ready to. I'm ready to change. But you know, yeah, um, my dogs are not big fish dogs. Beef is our tried yeah. and true. The, my all my dogs want beef over everything else. Um, oh yeah, beef and pork. My dogs love pork, them both. Yep, yep, yep. Um, of course, I have a golden retriever. He'll eat pretty much anything. Yeah, it's always good to at least have one dog that will eat anything in case the other ones don't. You know. Yeah, you have that garbage disposal, yeah. especially uh, <laughs> yeah. with cats. I mean, if you have a cat household and you have that one cat who will eat oh. anything, oh man, sure. he is your saving grace. You try to rotate around, and yeah, people spend a, people spend yeah, a lot of money. Really people mm-hmm. spend a lot of money testing out different cat foods. Feel bad for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so yeah, we, we launched our new white fish flavor. Very excited about that. And I really think that rounds out our catalog for now. Um, we have a very nice balance of different proteins to choose between. Um, oh, you know what I meant so to I'm, ask I'm you? I'm really digging what we have going on. What's that? I said, do you know what I meant to ask you? Um, and you, you might not have the answer today, but um, the Lamu can't yeah. get it. It's, it's uh, been out of stock for a while. You guys getting that back soon? Is that being discontinued? I think or a it... limited production actually just went through. This is kind of um, emu harvesting season right around now, so we should start okay. seeing it come through sporadically. Okay. Whenever we can get our hands on emu, we're going to be pumping that one through. But uh, oh, so is it usually the emu that's kind of the the harder one oh, to absolutely. obtain? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. During COVID, sense. there was a time when the lamb was holding us up. Um, yeah. But I really doubt it will come down to lamb in the near future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emu sourcing can be difficult. Keeping that affordable, keeping it as uh, clean and humane as possible, that can just be really, really tricky. So, okay. Hard yeah. one to balance. Okay. Yeah. I guess I just assumed it was a lamb because of the whole COVID thing. Because the lamb comes from New Zealand, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that kind of made sense. So I just assumed that was the case this time too. But it's the emu now. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's a popular emu. one. That's a popular protein. I like to get that one. My dogs love it. Um, oh, absolutely. The palatability I, on that one is, is just pretty obscene. high. It is yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girls Gun Raw is an Ohio business started by a girl with an uncontrollable passion for pets and all things natural. 
By combining this passion with extensive research, they begin making all-natural, carnivore-focused treats and chews that both pets and their owners will go nuts for. Check them out at girlsgonerawpet.com. Stop guessing what's being added to your pet's food. Feed your pet food made from the freshest and healthiest ingredients found in Steve's Real Food. Every Steve's formula is pH balanced and uses only 100% natural, high-quality USDA-inspected free-range meats and unprocessed whole and functional foods. Steve doesn't contain any synthetic supplements or ingredients that can't be identified on the ingredient label. Plus, it's loaded with beneficial bacteria from goat milk. We know that what you choose to feed your pet is just as important as what you choose to feed yourself, which is why Steve's Real Food is formulated for optimal health that exceeds AFCO minimums. Steve's is not only great for your pet, but great for the environment. Your pet's food is manufactured by using hydroelectric power and sold to you in a fully recyclable package. Be sure to take advantage of the frequent buyer club. Buy 12 bags of Steve's Real Food, get one free. See how much better your pet will feel after just a few weeks on Steve's Real Food. Find out more in the podcast show notes. Um, which leads us to the protein bites. Yeah, I'm really, I, I love the protein bites. I think it's so cool. And it's something that, you know, there are so many treats out there. There are so many treats. When I ran a store, I do not envy you at all when it comes to having to select treats for your store. (laughs) I keep it because it's hard to pick. They all sound fantastic. And, uh, there are so many different varieties out there. You know what, though? But I'm going to be honest with you. It's not. It's not yeah. hard for me because <laughs> I had these reps come in and they'll, you know, try to yeah. show me these different brands and new brands that come in. And I mean, there's so many dog treats out there that, like, the first ingredient is rice flour. There's ones that have canola yeah. oil, which yeah. is like some of the worst. I mean, it's terrible for humans. It's terrible for dogs. I mean, canola right. oil as a second ingredient is so. It's really not hard if right. you actually just flip around and look at the ingredients. It's not, it's not yeah. hard for me at all. I, I know right away. I mean, we sell mostly just single ingredient or, um, you know, the freeze dried stuff. Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of good options for the, for that kind of stuff, but yeah, there's a lot of crap on the market too, though, as you know, there is so much, I absolutely agree with you, but I, I think there's a ton of, there is still a ton of great stuff out there. Yeah, sure. Um, even when it comes to freeze dried, man, you got your choices. That's true too. That's true, yep. but I will say um, a lot, there's a lot of freeze-dried um, foods out there that seem yep. great, but they're also, I mean, they, and, and these this is true, I was going to say this earlier, this is true for some um, raw food brands mm-hmm. now that are using vitamin packs or synthetics, um, right. which I'm just not. Synthetic like, vitamin packs, they're using feed-grade meats that may yeah. be... Uh, it's all, really low quality. They may be sourced from concentrated animal feeding operations and encouraging deforestation and all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, something's going on with the sourcing if they're using some synthetics or something awry there. Right. Um, or if they're very cheap. <laughs> yeah. If you well, can find really cheap freeze dried yeah. meats. Yeah. Look twice, yeah. maybe. Maybe yep. go on the company's website, try to find their sourcing. Where are you getting these meats so cheap where you can process them, ship them, package them? Yeah, it's a good point. It shouldn't be on the cheap. Yeah. It shouldn't be difficult to find out their sourcing because most good companies are going to want to brag about it, right? Yeah, most of them will be so, proud of it, right? And proud. Yeah. I usually won't shut up about it, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So these new protein bites. Um, so you guys teamed up with with Gussie's Gut. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I'm very excited for this partnership. I got to rant about this for just a second. Go ahead. You don't see a lot of these collaborative treats on the market. You know, everyone wants solo ownership. Most other people would look at this and say, oh, this company's doing something cool. In this case, you know, Gussie's gut. Oh, they're doing something cool with their fermentation. We're just going to copy it. We'll do a lesser version of it and uh, we'll add that to our treats. Um, so I love the fact that we stood up and we said, hey, we think what you guys are doing is really cool. We would like to partner with you on this and we're going to keep this partnership moving forward. You know, yeah. these treats are going to be powered by Gussie's gut. It's, it's just such a cool collaboration and you don't see that spirit a lot in our industry. So that's something that I think really kind of sets this treat apart and it's just a cool thing to call out. Yeah, I uh, we did a we did a little podcast with um, Dr. Billion Hurst and Rob from Gussie's Gut, and it was just it's just fascinating. I mean, I was kind of taken back because just the whole experience of being able to talk to Dr. Billion Hurst. Um, yeah, and for those that don't know who he is, he's just a really popular veterinarian, and, and especially in the raw food realm or the fr fresh food realm, he's he's written a couple of really awesome books. Um, Give a dog a bone is one of them, but um, so their product mm -hmm. is like wildly fermented. Um, Foods and so their their big take on you know the whole fermentation um, it, it, it's it's an integral part of the canine like the ancestral canine diet right like you know our dogs mm -hmm. our dogs show us these things all the time like you know we have dogs are known for for digging and I have a lot of customers that tell me that like with the girls gone raw stuff that we sell they'll take it in the backyard and they'll dig it and they'll hide it. Yeah. But they're not really hiding right. it. Um, what they might not be knowing this, but um, they're actually fermenting it. It's fermenting, and then mm -hmm. a couple of weeks later, they dig it up, and it's gross, and it's you know disgusting, and it smells terrible, and everything else. But that's there's some really good stuff for their microbiome now that lives on that. Um, yeah, you bury it under the ground, you stabilize the temperature, you get all of the environmental um, aspects just right, and you expose it to all of these beautiful microbes. Mm -hmm. And these microbes just go to work fermenting it and unlocking these nutrients within and creating new nutrients and B vitamins and things like that. And it is such, such an amazing process. And it's cool that dogs just have this ancestral instinct. It's just programmed into them mm -hmm. to go and ferment their foods. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. You watch a dog, you sit back and watch a dog's behavior and fermentation is an absolute natural part of their diet. Yeah, you know, our, our domesticated dogs do it. The, you know, if you look at wild canids, uh, you know, coyotes or wolves, a lot of them will actually dig the carcasses themselves. And for a lo long time, scientists thought it was just, um, you know, it was, our, it was, they were just trying to hide it from like other predators, like bears and mountain lions, right. things like that, which doesn't make any sense, right? Because they can smell that just as easy. Um, but yeah, yeah, but what they're, what they're doing is actually a form of a fermentation, um, preserve, pre preservation and, and also fermentation. So, um, yeah, that's the refrigerator and their food enhancer. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dogs eat gross things. It's part of their diet. They're scavenging carnivores, you know? Um, yeah. So, I mean, poo is an example that Dr. Bellinghurst always gives. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's always talking about that, you know, isn't he? It's on top of his food pyramid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you have one animal that's unlocking the nutrients of this food and then adding these prebiotic or these probiotic bacteria to it. And it, it's a superfood right there, just laying out on the ground, available for picking up and eating. No hunting necessary. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, because dogs uh, just aren't good at breaking down, especially, you know, fresh or raw um, plant matter, uh, carbohydrates. So right. um, 
you see this a lot of times in nature where, you know, the, the coyotes or the wolves will actually eat the intestines or the intestine contents of the animal that they mm. killed. Um, and it's kind of that you're getting the same and that's, you know, obviously there's all that stuff is being fermented in the, the prey's gut, right? They have those really long intestines to ferment all that stuff. And then the canines come in yep. and now it's way more bioavailable to them because it's fermented. Um, so it's kind of the same principle. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're just unlocking, you're transforming this food into something that, uh, that a dog knows can benefit them. Yeah. And I think this is really, this product is really neat because I think it's beneficial for any pet, no matter what they're eating, right? So like if you have a dog that's on raw, uh, say they're they're eating Steve's, you know, raw food, but they're not, they're not getting any like, fermented food from, from that diet. So, you know, adding some of the, the protein bites in can be really beneficial. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It adds some real cool benefits. Um and then you're also getting all the benefits from each ingredient in these protein bites. I mean, just talking about the fermentation process, you're already getting all the benefits from that. You're getting this beautiful blend of prebiotics, probiotics, and even postbiotics, which is the, uh, that's the end product of a thriving probiotic community. That's what you want are those postbiotics. Yeah. And so you're even getting some of those in each bite of these. Um, but that's just skin deep. You know, you're also getting all of the benefits of the ingredients that, um, that Gussie's gut really is providing a lot of these organic fermented superfoods. They're mm-hmm. organic cauliflower, organic carrot, organic mm-hmm. fennel. I mean, organic ginger, terrific for digestion. Um, organic chamomile, great for helping, you know, calm everything down a little bit. Organic slippery elm bark, again, amazing for digestion, very yeah. cooling. Good anti-inflammatory um, for the government. gut. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so from start to finish, these are really going to be very highly functional. There's so many treats out there these days that are billed as functional. Oh, hip and joint, allergy, all that stuff. You go into a standard pet store, you know, a pet store that might carry 50 feet of treats and 20 feet of treats will be functional. Yeah. Um, but these are really kind of under-promised and over-delivered. You look at the front of our bag and it doesn't promise a whole ton of functional benefits, um, but you start looking at the ingredients and investigating what's going on here and what your dogs or cats are going to get out of this. And it is absolutely just phenomenal for any dog or cat. Yeah, they've been really popular, especially palatability has been really popular. This is Dr. Jim Carlson. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly professional team and offer conventional medicine, dentistry, and surgery, as well as integrative options such as acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, and more. We emphasize fresh foods because you wouldn't want to eat processed food every day, right? Visit us at lifetimepetwellness.com, Instagram, or Facebook, or give us a call at 614-888-2100. Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family, and that extends right down to the food that they eat. For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets. Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes. Um, mm-hmm. what the, there's also local raw honey in these. 
Yeah, yeah. So you have locally sourced raw honey, which is going to, uh, you know, raw honey is so good for dogs who suffer from allergies. I always think it helps educate their immune system as to what kind of environmental allergy allergens are around, almost like an allergen vaccination. Exactly. Um, and I think what I've, from what I understand is that the, like the earlier you feed these, the better, almost like it happens. Like, um, I know a lot of people that do local raw honey for allergies themselves, but if they forget to do it the year prior, it's like too late for them. So Wow. Yeah. Really it's, it, so they like to do it. Like from what I understand, it's it's better to do it like the year prior, or start at least a year, and then you'll start seeing the benefits like a year later. Yeah. Well, you just so, do it consistently. Just do it consistently. Yeah. That's the secret for a lot of this stuff, especially when we're talking about you know caring for your health in a preventative way, rather than doing it afterward, rather than sick care. When you're talking about healthcare, we're talking oh, about being yeah. proactive, yeah. and we're talking about being consistent. Just don't wait. I always tell people, don't wait. I, we get a lot of people that, you know, I get a lot of um, customers that their dogs, you know, all of a sudden is running into all these health issues. So that now they want to start feeding something better, which is great um, and can be yeah. beneficial. But I wish I could, I wish more people could see the benefit and, you know, preventative health and, and feeding their food, not not having to wait till something happens to their dog to want to feed better, you know. Right. Um, but that's what we're doing here. That's what this yeah. whole movement is. Right. right now, there's this huge education movement. It's both in the human world and the pet world, but the pet world is getting pretty loud, and that's something that I'm absolutely in love with. And I've been meeting all of these fantastic proponents of proactive uh, health care for dogs and cats, and I really think we're making some headway. I think people are starting to realize that what you put in is what you get out, and uh, yeah, we need to do a little bit better at least by our dogs and cats. Yeah, and I think that's uh, I think it's definitely helping on the like in the pet owner world, but I also think it's it's starting to it, it's not happening as 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 soon or as as fast as I wanted it to, but it's definitely happening in in the veterinary industry as well. From what I see, yes, I'm not saying I have like any concrete evidence of that, but just my own anecdotal experiences. I um you know I've, we have we work with a lot of veterinarians now. We have a lot of veterinarians that have been coming in and asking questions and now shopping with us. So it's, um, <laughs> which is just, it makes it just, yeah, it makes my heart. Well, happy. people are, are, are fed up with, uh, with education gaps. You know, you go walk into a pet store and you might get some really good education or you may get some, some inaccurate education. Mm-hmm. You go to your vet and you expect a certain level of education. And I think vets are recognizing that and, yeah. Consumers are recognizing that nobody wants to, nobody wants to say something that isn't true. Nobody wants to mislead somebody else, especially when it comes to caring for their pet. And so I think, uh, you know, we're just getting to a better place overall. We're actually, uh, we'll be going to speak at AHVMA at the end of the year. So I'm very excited about that. Connecting with some really awesome, um, holistic veterinarians yeah, and just helping to improve the world's dialogue on food and health and caring for these animals in a proactive way. So very, very excited to go and uh, have some fun rubbing elbows with like-minded folks. Yeah, and you know this, I say this probably in every podcast, but it's I never thought in a million years that supporting or promoting real fresh food, real um, you know, evolutionary food, uh, evolutionary appropriate food, um, or just, you know, just real food. I never thought that advocating for real food would be so controversial. 
Um, right. You know, yeah. especially when we were talking about we we're talking about fresh food in comparison to diets that are, you know, just ridden with uh, carbohydrates, which are you know just a bunch of sugar and synthetics. And you know, I think they there's a study they did. There's like ten out of ten had really high levels of glyphosate. I'm talking about processed food. Um, yeah. Which you know, dogs and cats concentrate more than we do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just you know, a whole uh, plethora of issues. So, um, anyways, that's why we got into the yeah, business, my, right? To, to my personal belief is always that your food should be in cellular form. You know, if you slap it under a microscope, you should be able to recognize the cells. And if you hmm. don't, because that's what your body has been eating for millions of years. That's what we've been eating since we started developing as animals and decided, you know, we're we're not going to be plants. Instead, we're going to be animals. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been eating other cells. And so that's my personal belief. If you want to know if a food is, if something you're holding is food or not, just imagine how it would look under a microscope. And if there yeah. are cells there, then, hey, that's food. Great. And if not, then that's a, a processed product and, uh, you know, use sparingly at your own risk. And this reminds me, shout out to the uh, people that um, decided to analyze their processed pet food and found out that there was more than just lamb and rice. There was actually dog into uh, dog DNA in the food. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah. As Anyone thinking, who hasn't run into as, that as, yet. As I'm out, thinking yeah, about. The, the DNA. Yeah, yeah. As I'm thinking about, uh, you know, putting food under a microscope, um, like you were talking right. about, that's uh, it just popped in my head. But, um, yeah, so that's happening in the processed pet food realm. So another reason to feed real food um awesome so yeah keep it clean i like that um all right so we got the protein bites and then you you kind of start talking about the the raw you uh course that you're kind of helping oh yeah man i'm I'm very excited about this and you know i I don't want to say too much yet because this is still early um but uh, again it goes back to one of our core beliefs at steve's which is just education you know, in a lot of ways, the science is on the side of real food. And so it just comes down to digesting it and then presenting it in a way that people can really understand and connect with and inspires them to go out and do their own learning and learn more. Um, and so I'm, we're actually crafting this program called Raw You, which will be an online training course anyone can take. It's going to be free, open to the public. Um, we're going to be talking all about um, species appropriate food, why it's species. I, I don't want to tease the topics too much, but it's going to be really exciting. We have some some very brilliant minds who are going to be joining us for this and doing some really cool interviews to give us some um, just some exceptional information and perspectives and again, help us improve the world's dialogue on food and health. So I'm really, really excited about um, our new training program called RAWU. Um, and that should be up on our website sometime by fall. Okay. The second half of this year, it should be popping up on our website. So keep an eye on the Steve's Real Food website um, to get your hands on that. Um, and again, it's going to be free and open to the public. And you will learn so much about your dog or cat. And then as we go down the road, we'll start getting more specific as well. So if your dog is really suffering from serious allergies, we'll, we'll address that directly. Uh, awesome. It, it's going to be a, just an excellent program. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. I've always, I like you guys always have done a really good job with the education, making it um, super interesting and really fun. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I really look forward to 
the the new revamped Raw U. Um, oh, it's going to be so cool. It's yeah. been beneficial. I, I, I mean, the, 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 I don't want to say the old Raw U, but um, it has been really beneficial. So there was for, a version of this that was available for retailers. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say that was and, really beneficial to, you know, our employees as they're starting and, and learning. You know, most of them knew about raw food or were feeding raw food, but they, you know, this kind of took it another step and made it really fun to, to yeah, get Yeah, the original Feeds Raw U was actually my introduction to kind of raw food as a retailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back when I was uh, back when I was recommending processed foods before I was kind of awakened and uh, realized, oh my God, <laughs> there's a whole nother level of food out there. There's actual yeah. food out there for yeah. dogs and cats. Um, back when I was kind of afraid of the freezer. Um, so I'm very excited to be bringing, um, you know, bringing education and awareness to the public. Yeah, that's really, it's really something, it's really uh, unique in, in the raw food realm. It's like, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's Steve's does this. There's other raw food companies that do this because all these companies, all these raw food companies are doing this. They, they, they were developed because of the passion to feed real food and saw the benefits and, and the purpose to it. And mm-hmm. um, you only see this in that realm. You don't see this with processed pet food companies. You know, they don't want to educate you on the sourcing and, and um, the process and, and everything else. Right. So the transparency mm-hmm. and, and so it, anyways, it's really cool. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see the Yeah, get rid time. of the smoking mirrors, man. Let's just address what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, awesome. Was there, so is there anything else? Did we miss anything? Did we go over, we hit everything all? Yeah, I think we hit everything. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, I'm thank you. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, uh, thank you so much for, uh, taking the time to, to get on our podcast again and hope your garden starts taking off here soon. Yeah, usually uh, mid-July or so. I, I think I have this feeling every year where I'm like, oh, man, I'm behind. And then mid-July, it's just thriving. I guess I ate lunch yesterday out of the garden. So oh. uh, I don't have anything to complain about, really. Yeah, but, so there you go. I would you like don't. to see it a little further along. <laughs> yeah, uh, put some chicken manure on there. Uh, that I do. I, my chickens do that for me already. Oh, uh, they, they get up on there? Is it like a raised bed or is it just like a... Uh, I actually have like a 1,400 square foot fenced off area that okay. I use for the garden. And, and you um, let and the chickens in there? The chicken, oh, I'll okay. compost the chicken poo and the chicken bedding and all of that and add yeah. that to the garden that way. Uh, and then I'll, I've got my vermicompost, you know, I, some worms that I I keep and they create really amazing compost for me as well. So That's awesome. Soil. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, um, thanks again and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that All sounds right. great. Thank you so much, Anthony. Right. It's always great talking with you. You as well. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate you. So if you have a question that you want us to answer on our next podcast, you can find us a few different ways. You can send an email to danielle at fangsfur.com. You can find us on our website, fangsfur.com. Or you can direct message us on Instagram at fangsandfurpet. The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.